Ceremonies will be held in Lismore today to mark the first anniversary of the record-breaking flood that devastated the community. Thousands of people remain dislocated, struggling with temporary accommodation or living in their damaged homes. The trauma has taken a massive toll on the mental health of the community, as Cathy Van Exel reports. It might be famously flood-prone, but nobody in Lismore predicted this. I've been through the 54, 74, 89, nothing like this. A lot of us have been ringing SES and the triple zero line. Um, the calls are just cutting out. One of the neighbours was driving around his boat helping people, so I just got to lift up to my mum and dad's and they're on the roof. And I want to make it clear that we are doing everything we can to provide help and support. We saved a neighbour two doors down. He was hanging on to his roof. At this time, a year ago today, at least a 1,000 Lismore residents were waiting to be rescued, many clinging to roofs with children and pets, wondering if they would survive. The Bebb family in South Lismore were among them, eventually rescued from the roof by Leonie Bebb's brother. A year on, Leonie is re-traumatised each time she visits their gutted home. I don't want to be over there. I have to go over and check the mail. We've got stuff over there still because we've got nowhere to store it, so I have to go over and make sure that nobody's broken in because we had people break in and steal a heap of stuff not long after the flood and someone's still going to mow the lawn and stuff over there, but I hate being there. I don't want to go back. Leonie and Marcus Bebb have been in temporary accommodation since the flood and are now waiting on a possible buyback. Between them, they have five children. Three are teens still at home. Leonie Bebb says the flood has been hard on the kids. One 16-year-old's left school, didn't finish Year 10 last year, just couldn't do it. She's now at TAFE, trying to finish Year 10 this year and, fingers crossed, has an apprenticeship. So it's changed her direction of life. Yeah, it's hard. Did you get a sense that they were getting supported at school? Department of Education is a mixed bag. Support in regards to being flood affected, yes, there was a huge amount of support. But in the welfare of the school education side of things, Richmond Real High School, they lost absolutely everything. They, they didn't even have a school for six months, seven months, like a physical building. So there was a lot of dropped away from that scenario. I had a chat to the principal one day about Maddie and he even said he had Year 12 students last year who just couldn't do it anymore. They just left, so it's affected a lot of kids. East Lismore resident Claire Andrews, who's also been displaced for the past year, says her sons, now aged 11 and 15, have also had a hard time after experiencing their second flood in five years. It's really changed the course of their lives quite considerably, I think. They've struggled with behaviour at school in the last few years. It's been hard, but they're great kids. They are resilient too. They'll be awesome once they get settled down. Good to see you again. You too. Welcome to our building. Thank you. Last time I drove past this corner, it was pretty devastated, actually. I catch yeah. up with Michael we Weir at the newly rebuilt headquarters of Lifeline in Lismore. After the flood, he was running a giant recovery centre, providing residents who'd lost everything with essential items as well as counselling. I always drive through town and feel a sense of optimism that things are improving, notwithstanding the fact that for so many people, the journey is really challenging and it is absolutely a long journey. When did you close that relief centre? The showgrounds finished on the 30th of June. From start to finish, about 50,000 individuals visits, at least $2.5 million to $3 million worth of value was distributed. 
Calls to Lifeline doubled in the aftermath of the floods and demand for counselling remains high. And at the moment it's still hovering at about 50% of the, the volume of calls that we were receiving prior to the floods. There's still definitely a significant amount of people that are in crisis and not doing so well. There is a significant amount of additional uh, mental health programs and support that's been provided by different layers of government and philanthropic. And, you know, lifelines are a part of some of that. The more and more length of this recovery goes on, the more complex and challenging things are. While Lifeline provides support for adults, it's working in partnership with other organisations including Headspace for children and teens. We've got a number of schools in this area that are still closed down. Some are question mark whether they're actually going to reopen. I guess the loss of identity there for some children and for what that means for them and then of course there's families that have had to move away into emergency accommodation or elsewhere. That yo-yo for many children would be understandably very very difficult. You know I think the government does have their eye on that. Volunteer Anna King takes me on a tour of Lismore's wellbeing hub, which since the flood has provided activities like weaving on top of counselling and therapies like massage and kinesiology with the support of donations and grants. For people to come and just, you know, connect in with someone not feeling so alone, yeah, isolation is a really hard thing to deal with when you've got hard times going on. Anna King is among the many thousands of people in the region who've been dislocated and living in uncertain temporary accommodation. The need is still so strong. None of us are immune. We all lost the town. We all know people who had intense experiences. We are all facing the anniversary. Definitely people still in need. Lismore Council has organised a series of events to mark the anniversary. Today the volunteer Tinney Army will be honoured and there'll be an interfaith community ceremony tonight. Michael Weir from Lifeline says the anniversary will be tough for some. It would be definitely understandable that we would see a, a spike in um, people reaching out for support through the next two weeks, four weeks, particularly here in Lismore as people remember what happened 12 months ago. Lifeline's Michael Weir ending that report from Cathy Van Extel. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.